0: What's up, everybody? My name is Lee. Some of you guys might know me as Intuition, and you are tuned in to Kinda Neat. Thank you guys so much for tuning in, as always. First things first, follow me on Twitter, at It's Intuition. Follow my man behind the boards, Ben Shim, making the shit sound buttery, at I am database, base with two S's. You can follow us as a unit on our new Twitter handle, at Kinda Neat, super official. Look for our videos on YouTube, youtube.com slash that's kinda neat. Where, you know what the crazy shit is, Ben? I don't know if you know this. Maybe you lurk the YouTube as hard as I do. But we have 18 videos now that are over 100,000. And the reason that 18 is significant is because when you, like, look on a YouTube page and go to the videos section and then you search by most popular, they have them in rows of six. So that means that all of the first three rows have at least 100,000 views, if not more. That shit is crazy to me. We're all, I think maybe by the time this comes out, we probably hit five million plays on youtube too so thank you guys so much for all the support on youtube the shit is crazy it's much appreciated and um yeah we get so many compliments uh from from you guys and from people that we respect about the sound quality so shout outs to ben for killing the sound quality always yeah go to youtube.com slash that's kind of neat where you can see our guest today boogie performing also go to your app Store. download the podcast app. Actually, if you have an iPhone, I think the podcast app is just automatically on your phone. So click that thing, go to search, search for Kinda Neat, and subscribe. It'll make your life so much easier. You can just plug in the aux cord, listen while you're driving to work, listen while you're driving to wherever it is that you're driving. You can listen while you're on the treadmill, listen while you're in your spin class, because Lord knows that the spin class instructors put on really annoying music. Facebook.com slash Kinda Neat. And I think that's all of our social media stuff. Who cares? No one listens to this part anyways. Now that you're done fast forwarding to the story part, so much has happened since the last time we spoke. The last time that I came in here was like at the beginning of January. I know that this podcast has kind of turned into like a once or twice a month thing. I'm sorry. I apologize. Sometimes life gets in the way. The first year, we went all 52 weeks in a row, and I definitely like stressed myself out uh, to the point of like exhaustion, making sure that we got one out every week. And now I'm kind of like letting life happen as it happens. And if I don't get a guest, I don't really freak out about it. And I'm trying to make sure that all the guests that we have on are people that I really like and uh, music that I enjoy. I'm not trying to ever sacrifice quality Just to get an extra episode out Or have people on that I don't fuck with So That's why we've kind of gone to maybe twice a month Instead of once a week With that being said, man You fucking YouTube haters, Jesus Christ People that comment and they don't like the videos Like, ugh, shut up Some of the YouTube commenters Are like borderline racist Because they're like, eh, this is just so ignorant And these, oh, just thuggish lyrics So ignorant, this isn't real hip hop Man, I hate that shit. I feel like the argument about real hip-hop versus rap music is, like, borderline inherently racist. And that's, like, another whole conversation. And I'm sorry, I'm not going to get into it. Blah, 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 blah. Open your mind. Listen to the, the the YouTube videos. They're tight. Be quiet. Okay. That being said, like I said, a lot, a lot of shit has happened. This month, I went to Indiana for a couple of days. It was freezing cold. I haven't been in, like, negative 10-degree weather in so long. And it was just so cold there. We shot an NBA dude there. He was cool. What else? Oh, I got back and then flew straight to Hawaii pretty much and we were in we went to Maui and uh Oh no, no, I'm sorry, we didn't go to Maui, we went to Oahu. I've been to Maui previously and Maui was super tight and we went to Oahu and we were um, shooting this pro surf dude uh on the north shore and uh man north shore is not a place for a guy like me let me tell you hawaii is dope this is i don't want this to come off as a fucking shit talking session to hawaii at all but i felt like a complete fish out of water on the north shore because in the north shore it's all super like it's either like really localized hawaiian dudes who like don't want you there or it's pro surfers like who also don't want you there so it was a strange experience for me because i don't surf at all and i don't really know anything about the surf culture but like seeing the waves on the seven mile miracle was crazy you know pipe is crazy and we were by Rocky Point, and, and you know, like all, back door, uh, off the wall, all these places like that are like right next to each other. All all these world class waves, it was insane to see. But at the same time, it, like a dude like me, that's like not really a crazy waterman or anything. Like even just trying to take a casual dip in the ocean there, you could definitely drown. It's crazy. And, you know, it was raining a lot of the time we were there. And then some of people I was traveling with, they all got sick. You know, the homie had the flu. Another dude got this crazy hives and everything. And so like everyone was sick. The trip wasn't as dope. Hawaii wasn't as dope this time as it was last time is what I'm getting at. But the bright side about Hawaii is that... I did pseudo-adopt a cat while I was there just for the week, though, because it was raining the first couple of days, like I said, and so the second day that we were there, it's raining outside, and all of a sudden, this little orange tomcat just cruises in the house like, hey, what's up? And uh, I was very excited about that, so I had a little cuddle buddy for the rest of the time I was there, bought him some cans of cat food, he killed us some lizards to show us that he was a boss and that he was uh, claiming ownership of us as well, like, hey, man, check out these lizards that I killed you guys, and we're like, yo, thanks, cat. And that was dope. And then uh, here's the crazy shit, though. I've almost forgot about this because it's become such a background thing in my life. Uh, But when I saw Ben, when I rolled up, he's like, oh, what the fuck happened to your car? I had another car accident. I I get hit all the time. I've never—knock on wood— I've never caused an accident, but I've been hit... Since I've lived in California, I've been hit six times. I've had a car totaled. I've had a car uh, rear-ended multiple... I've been rear-ended multiple times. So, yeah, I've been in a bunch of accidents. And so I was on the way uh, up to Ohio for my step-grandfather's funeral, who I, was, who I mentioned in the last podcast, and it was raining. It was on a Saturday. It was about 2 in the afternoon. I'm cruising on the freeway right around Thousand Oaks when all of a sudden I hear a noise... And I kind of look over, and I'm like, oh, shit, I see a car fucking flying towards me. It was a three-car accident. I was the last person to get hit. So apparently what happened is, like, these two young kids were driving an Accord that had, like, race seats in it, you know, like, Tokyo Drift-type shit. They're probably speeding and hydroplane, so they spin. They hit a fucking lady who's also in a, in a mid-sized sedan. She fishtails and starts veering towards me, and that's at the point where I kind of look over and see, like, oh, shit, I'm about to get hit. So— she hits me. Bang. I don't even really lose control of my car. I kind of just like gradually come to a stop and pull over to the shoulder and it's pouring rain, like I said, and I happen to have like this nice kind of peacoat with me. And so I put the shit on. I've just felt like a boss as I got out the car. I put on this peacoat and button it up. I felt like fucking Neo from the Matrix or something. I get out the shit. I start walking towards the car that hit me and her whole front end was like just about ripped off. Like it was crazy. Her car's definitely totaled. And so as I start walking back there, I see her in there and she's like crying hysterically whimpering and and uh I'm like, lady, are you okay? Are you okay? Is anything broken? And she's like, I can't get out of my car. Please help me. So for the second time in fucking four months, I rip open a car door for somebody on the freeway and help them get out. So I, I start prying open the door. It's jammed, but you know, superhuman strength. I fucking open the shit. I like ask her if she can walk and she's like, yeah, I can walk. So I help her get out. She's got like lacerations all over her forearm because all of her um, airbags had deployed on both sides of the door, both of the front ones, passenger side and driver side. And um, so she's got cuts all over her arms because when those things explode, they explode with a lot of force. And so I help her get out and, and she's got like a 13 year old son in the passenger seat. And I'm like, yo, are you okay, dude? And he's like, yeah, yeah, I'm cool. And so he crawls out that side. So when I got out of the car, I barely even got tapped is how I felt. So I was like, oh shit, this is going to be a hassle, but not a big deal. But when I get out of the car, I noticed like my whole bumper has been ripped off. Like the whole thing is pulled off and there's, it's only like attached by two little screws basically. And it's just laying there on the side of the freeway. And I'm like, ah, oh, fuck so my car looks like shit right now and since I was the second car to get hit and an accident was the first kid's fault like I'm gonna have to wait basically until the other lady gets reimbursed and then see if his insurance will still cover mine it's gonna be like drama for fucking months but yeah that's that's what it always is anyway an ambulance comes she gets hauled off in an ambulance this other kid he's probably not driving the car that he was insured for it's all just a mess so that's a that is what has been happening in my life And I was recording this before the artist got here because there's some other people coming in the studio after we're done, so I was trying to get out of the way. So I haven't had the conversation yet. Usually I have them beforehand, but I'm sure this is going to be a good conversation. Our guest today is a young gentleman named Boogie, young man out of uh, either Long Beach or Compton. I'm not really quite sure. We're going to find that out together. Uh, He has a mixtape out right now called Thirst 48. Very good listen. I've been listening to it a lot. And uh, yeah, we'll see what happens with this conversation. I'm sure it's going to be a great one. So... Thank you guys for tuning in. And without any further ado, here is my conversation with Boogie. Where are you traveling from tonight? Traveling from Long
1: Beach, California. Long Long Beach. Beach, Born and bred? Uh yeah, for the most part, uh fifty percent Compton, fifty percent Long Beach.
0: Who lives where? Mom mom lives in uh
1: yeah, mom lives in Long Beach, family in Compton, cousins yeah. and all that. And then what, Pops lives in Long Beach? I don't know where my daddy lived. <laughs> oh, I got
0: into that way yeah, quick nah, My bad. Cool.
1: Yeah, I don't I haven't seen my daddy since I was a kid. I don't I don't know where he lived.
0: Yeah. Then is it like uh grandmother's side and grandfather's side and in, in uh in Long Beach and Compton or something? Like moms different sides of mom's family? Yeah, it's
1: just cousins. Yeah. And you know, growing up I, I kick it with my cousins most of the time. So yeah. when I'm with my cousins I'm in Compton.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. But you went to school in Lakewood?
1: Uh yeah, which is Long Beach basically. Yeah. I went to school at Lakewood. High
0: yeah. school. You're born out here too, yeah? Yeah, for sure. Okay. I was born in LA. What part
1: of LA? Uh well I don't know what hospital it oh, was. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> but the folks been out here. Yeah, what for you, sure. What's your mom do when you were growing up? Uh my mom always
1: had little temp jobs, always clerk work, little clerk yeah. jobs here and there. Nothing
0: permanent really. Yeah. What did you get into as a kid early on?
1: uh early on it was sports and in church yeah yeah church early that is, was that that where you, is that life. where you start singing at? yeah that's where i started all my musical uh because i talents. hear on the
0: tape you got a little vocals you can sing be, a little I'll bit i'll be trying yeah. i don't
1: really throw it out there because I'm, I'm not really you know
0: were you in choir and shit like that
1: yeah for sure yeah, yeah. choir about four years yeah yeah
0: nice what kind of sports did you get into
1: uh, I played basketball for Lakewood. Oh, nice.
0: Yeah. O- o- shooting guard? Point, Point guard? <laughs> <laughs> Point guard. I
1: was too short to play any other position.
0: Yeah. yeah. Point you, guard. So you got handles? No, nah, I be killing. Oh, all I'm, right. I'm hard. <laughs> <laughs>
1: hey, Ben, he said he could post up I you. challenge any, any rapper to a basketball
0: game. Any rapper? Any rapper. I know some pretty tall rappers. It don't matter. I dunk oh, them. Out. Oh, shit. <laughs> can you dunk it out Nah, I'm here? just going to dunk. I can <laughs> get up there, though. I touched rim one time really yeah i was up that's impressive because like you're not you, i mean you're not the tallest no in the i actually hung on the rim. though you hung on yeah it. and i looked at everybody when i did it
1: <laughs> still proud of that moment it was Dude. in fresno california
0: that is impressive i'll give you that i mean i'm six foot and i've just barely touched the rim with my fingers one time and i was very proud but... See, if i was six
1: foot i would have probably never wrapped i would have been in the nba
0: there you go I'm very white though, so I mean, to even get fingers uh, that's on the really, rim—that's no, like, that's big. That's I was, an accomplishment, bro. I was bro. about it. I was so happy. Yeah, that's dope. My calves were swollen at that point. <laughs> uh, how were you with school as a kid? Did you like it? Uh, yeah, I was, I was good until high school. Yeah. Yeah,
1: that's when I blew it.
0: Well, so here's my—I always have this theory about rappers that we're all like, uh, regardless of how cool we try to act, like we're all pretty smart. You're a pretty smart guy to to write stuff. So mm-hmm. I'd imagine as a kid, you probably took the reading easy. Yeah, my favorite subject was math, though You were a math guy? Yeah, I love math Really? Did yeah. you keep with it? Like, did, did you like mathematical theory, too, in high school? Algebra and shit like that?
1: I mean, I, yeah, that was my
0: favorite subject I didn't
1: like any of my classes, but if I was to choose a favorite, I would say math, for yeah, sure Yeah, no shit I wasn't into reading and, and English and all that Because you just like to count this paper Ex- Well, that's cliche, <laughs> but yeah, that's the reality <laughs> That's the reality
0: Yeah, yeah so what was the neighborhood like that you were growing up in as a kid? Rough. Yeah?
1: Yeah, for sure. It was tough. Yeah, Long Beach was tough for me and Compton was tough for me. So. Yeah.
0: Were you going to elementary school in Long, Be- or in uh, Long Beach as well? Yeah,
1: I went to uh, elementary in north Side of Long Beach. Yeah. Barton Elementary. And this is
0: in what, like early 90s? Uh, Let's see, I was born in 89. Yeah, mid, I believe. Mid to late Yeah, yeah for yeah. sure. I mean, what's like the socioeconomic dynamic of the area that you're in at that time? Uh, just gang activity. Lot, Lots of gangs. That's
1: all it was. That's all I knew was gang activity.
0: Yeah, I, so, I, you know, I grew up in Alaska, and, and my only connection to the area at the time was listening to rap music, and so yeah. to hear what I was hearing about the area of Long Beach and Compton, it's just, that's, it seemed like a fucking war zone. Is that what you were experiencing at all?
1: Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's probably not as extra out as, as the rappers say, because you yeah. still... You got to be a part of that gang activity to really get, in, get into those type of to situations. But innocent people get hit, too. So yeah. it's like everybody is Did forced to see Did you have
0: a lot of family that was involved in that sort of stuff?
1: Uh, not,
0: to, not to, like, dry snitch? Nah, but.
1: for sure. Yeah, all my cousins gang bang. All my homies gang bang. Everybody I know gang bang. Or they affiliated with a gang
0: it's It's just like you can't really avoid that in that area, You or definitely what. can't,
1: yeah, well, I mean, I can't say it's impossible, but I, I i couldn't, yeah, I couldn't get away from it,
0: yeah, and so i mean do you, so do you get involved, obviously, you have to get involved at some point uh, I wouldn't say I get involved, I'm just
1: by affiliation, I'm automatically guilty. You know, if somebody got a problem with my cousin, I'm, of course, going to ride with my cousin. Mm-hmm. So that automatically put me in certain situations. Mm-hmm. And I'm never going to really back down from from nobody wanting to fight or something like that. So I always get caught in some bullshit.
0: Mm-hmm. Uncles, too? Uncles, cousins? Like, all male influences? Well, I,
1: I don't got no uncles. Now that I think about it, uh, all, I got all aunties. Yeah. So all the, all the women in my family tried to keep us away from me. But I got an older cousin who... I just always follow what he do, and he, he, he got me into that gang activity real quick. Yeah. So I was just always around it from that point on.
0: Huh. What age, what, around what age is that? Uh, Middle school Yeah I believe I was around 13 And so when you're 13 I mean Dude you're, you're a baby at that point So like as a little kid Like what kind of What kind of shit Are you getting involved with, with Yeah that? see you know it's, I mean? it's
1: not like the movies Where they say Take this gun And, right. and, and you gotta go kill somebody right. right That's that's fiction But maybe it was true For the for like the older cats But Really it just was about Having something to claim As your own Like we, we At first it started off As us just thinking It's cool to all claim The same thing Like My favorite color was red, so it's easy for me to be like, "Oh, so you know. And then all of my cousins is doing it, so it just it just started as that. It just some we all felt like we could claim together.
0: Uh huh. And it's more just looking out for each other at that point. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, because I mean, there's other kids that are trying to fucking rob people or whatever, beat beat people up, and it's just a a means of protection.
1: Yeah, and, and we was never the type to walk around just trying to press people. It was more so if. Us always having to deal with somebody asking us where we from, and we ha- we having to say where we from.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you said you haven't seen your dad since you don't know when. Yeah. Do you know the story behind that? Like, uh,
1: him and my mom didn't get along, so just I feel did. like instead of him him dealing with it, and, and like him and her don't have to be together for him to be a father. You know. Yeah. He 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 didn't play any part. He just left. So just,
0: he, when you were a baby,
1: uh, not a know, baby, he what? came. He was there till I was about three or f- maybe five. He was there. To, uh, he was around. Then he left for about I say five to eight, five to seven years. Tried to come back around, and then. Uh, I got a brother on my daddy's side, and uh. me and him got into, like, an altercation. And my, oh, get my, out. My daddy kind of chose up in that situation. Like I a, ha- a half-brother? Yeah, my half-brother. Yeah,
0: so he comes back in town with your half-brother, and then you he, you and he don't get along? Yeah, me
1: and my half-brother get into it, and yeah. so uh, it kind of led to him choosing
0: up, I guess. Wow. And that's, your yo- that's a younger brother? He older than me. An older brother. Yeah. Uh, do you know where he's at? No, I don't know where he's at either. No, I mean, well, like your your pops, you know,
1: really. Uh, no, I don't know what city he at. Uh, he reached out to me, I believe, on a social network. But honestly, I was I was probably being childish at the time, but I I, w- it, I didn't have it in me to 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 bond yeah. with him.
0: Yeah. Do you th- do you think about it ever? Like, uh,
1: just with well, my kid, I do, because you know I feel like he should know who his grandfather is. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, then again, I feel like it's it's not really. My job to have to force a bond between us, you know, when right. he reached out, he didn't he did. He typed a couple of words, but he didn't really show that he wanted to be involved. He yeah. know he got a grandkid. But when he come back around, he just want to tell me how my mom pushed him away uh. instead of just taking responsibility.
0: Man, you know, I, I went through some similar shit, I, I, and this is just because uh, we didn't really have a, time, a a chance to, like, speak before this, so I guess I'm forcing a rapport upon you nah, to, to, to relate, yeah, but my yeah. point is is that I went through a similar thing with my dad where he he took off for a while, came back, and then as an adult, we never really had a relationship once I moved out of the state, and I always kind of felt like, yo, this motherfucker, like, didn't want to, like, step up and take responsibility or, like, you know— like, reach out and say hello to me or ask how I'm doing, et cetera, et cetera. And I always held this grudge in my head about it. And then he got sick, and now he has Alzheimer's. Yeah. And, and so I feel like I fucking will never have a chance to try and heal that. And I, and I get a lot of these—I get a lot of folks on the show who, like, don't have a relationship with their dad. And I tell this story just to be on some am like, yeah. if you have a chance, man, Yeah, it's a double-edged sword. It for, is. Definitely. Because um, I held that grudge a long time of, like, oh, man, I, I'm, like— Nah this fool owes me You know And then And now it's like That'll never get to get healed But it is what it is Yeah Anyway Hopefully I'm mature Yeah I I come around and say something to him Sorry that got real emo real quick No, it
1: don't trip It It be like (laughs) that I appreciate that I probably needed that You know Make me wanna go talk to Brad
0: Yeah yeah I don't know But it's interesting Like I get I hear a lot of people I feel like dads man Dads are always fucking up
1: They are I don't know what it is That's why I strive to be Better than him
0: Yeah I see you I've never met you before this I didn't know for sure If it was your son But I see all your videos oh, yeah. And I see a little kid in there And I go And I assume that That's your child Definitely Yeah How old were you When you had a kid Uh 20 20 Yeah So he's what 5 now Yeah, or something five. yeah? Uh-huh. Uh You still good With the girl
1: Uh His mother Yeah, yeah we, we good We good You guys are Good cool? co-parents Great co-parents
0: Nice What's uh What's your son's name
1: Darius Darius Yep yep
0: yep When you find out That uh Your lady's pregnant Is it just like A game changer Like you try to Lock shit down Or what Ah. Uh,
1: I Honestly, up. I wasn't ready. Yeah. Like that's scary. I went through the I was scared. I it's not like I told her to go have an abortion, but no lie to you know, I was scared and that thought almost crossed my mind.
0: I mean options come but up, I, you know?
1: I I realized real quick he didn't ask to be here and I couldn't find it seeing it in myself to do that. But um yeah, I didn't tell my mom actually probably till like she was like five months pregnant. Really? I was just scared of her reaction more than anything. Yeah, yeah. But I yeah, believe it. It was crazy.
0: Yeah but so when you guys Decide like okay we're gonna keep this Or we're gonna do it like do you start to like Try to get your shit together
1: Yeah I started questioning myself For what I'm doing with rapping trying to Probably you get the typical nine to five. It it was a lot of struggling. I was going away mentally. Yeah, yeah. It was tough.
0: With that not being around, did you have any older male influences other than cousins like that? That like mentored or took you under a wing? Uh,
1: I got an older brother, but you know he he left home oh. when I, when he was like fifteen. Yeah. So all I had was my older cousin, Dewan. Yeah. That was it. That was like my older brother.
0: How much older is he? Uh, three
1: years. Three years. Yeah, three years. Yeah. Man, so just all aunties around? Just all aunties and cousins. Yeah, that's so interesting. And my grandma. Yeah. Is she kind of the head of the family? Yeah, she is. We yeah. do dinners at her house like once a month. How many people would be there? Uh, It's about a good 15 of us, 15 to 20 of us, because all the cousins got kids now. Yeah, yeah. So we're getting a little thick now.
0: Nice. That sounds like a nice little familiar uh event yeah. so t- <laughs> t- t- tell me about growing up in the church, man were you big like a lot of faith
1: uh yeah, I was, but I'm not gonna lie i looked i looked uh looked forward to the choir more yeah. than anything, like sometimes the preacher was going over my head when they just reading you know words off the paper yeah uh, it was in times when they related to me a lot and, and you know it was good for me, yeah but for the most part, I got my my uh spiritual move in, in the
0: choir. The music just gave you that feeling from yeah, the jump. Definitely. Yeah. It was it. What kind of what kind of church was it? Was it like uh was the choir like v- big vibrant like uh yeah we was turned yeah, like, yeah. a real
1: turned up Christian church yeah like.
0: that's tight instruments
1: and stuff too all of that the homies was in there yeah did we, you play any instruments No, nah, I wasn't with that. Nah, just singing, <laughs> just singing. That's tight though.
0: How were you as an elementary student? Were you in trouble a lot? Were you a good? Nah, kid? I was on
1: the honor roll. You on roll, killing. Yeah, I was a nerd though. You know, I had my glasses popping. You got glasses? Big head. Well,
0: you got LASIK now or contacts? Nah, my glasses in my pocket. Oh, get or, out.
1: Yeah, they're right here, bro. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: I'm good. I'm out here.
0: Nice. Hell yeah. So when is it then that fucking school becomes like on the back burner for you?
1: ah uh start getting into some bullshit you know middle school is when you first start falling for girls like in elementary you think they got cooties and shit oh yeah yeah so middle school i start falling for the girls and then high school came the girls start falling for me so yeah it got it got crazy
0: yeah so it was like a lot of ditching
1: yeah me and my best friend blake i had one year i had 89 absences (laughs) I feel like there's only like 115 days a year I Uh. was never there I was
0: there But I wasn't in class I was
1: just around the school
0: And if you had 89 absences, like
1: you didn't have, like truancy officers coming yeah, after you. Yeah, I, I had a ticket. As a matter of fact, it followed me till after high school, but I think it erased when I turned 21.
0: Yeah. What is that? What's the ticket about? Like, it was a truancy ticket. Yeah. You, like
1: I didn't go to court for it. I was supposed to go to court, I guess.
0: And what do they do? Like you have to pay money? I guess so. Jesus Christ, that's crazy. Yeah, uh-huh. that's some bullshit. Yeah, that is some bullshit. So, what would you guys do when you skip school?
1: Walk around school, talk to the other bitches. Oh, the, you just
0: wouldn't go to class it was a little bit. Yeah, you no,
1: know, we just but was stay, up at school walking around, just staying you know, there, yeah. Bitches was ditching. Yeah. So I was
0: ditching. Was there like hidden places in the school to just I knew sneak all off? the spots, bruh? Yeah, where were the spots? Uh,
1: it was, You could go to, cause it's a little gate you could have by the special ed classes. Yeah. we would have the gate and go to Wiener Snitzel. <laughs> it's a little cut over there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then there's some buildings you could go
0: behind. Shout,
1: like, shout out to the 900 building at Lakewood High School.
0: So you had girls like hopping the fence with you? Yeah, we was turned. That's funny. Super turned.
1: Were you like a weed smoker as a kid? Were nah, you never got nah. into drugs? I didn't start smoking until after high school. Oh, really? Yeah. How you, was... you stay away from that? I just thought it was poop. <laughs> I, just, really? I just didn't think it was cool. Yeah. I, mean, I don't know. I just it never really came my way. Yeah. That's crazy now that I think about it.
0: Yeah, because I was a, I was an early starter with that, and then I got out of it. Like where... no matter
1: of fact, one time when I was a kid, me and Dewan, my cousin Dewan, had some, but I think it was just little sticks and stuff, and we smoked it out of some tube. Yeah. And I didn't it, it killed me. I didn't like it, but I don't think it was weed now that I think about it. So. <laughs> That made me not want to smoke for a long time
0: You fucking smoked salvia your first yeah, time Yeah it was like
1: little sticks and shit Oh
0: god it's like popping as You, <laughs> you smoke feel it. me Yeah that's terrible that that would be a turn off to smoke smoking weed For oh, sure me. Yeah man um, so if you're absent that much How are you getting to stay on the basketball team
1: yeah, that's why I got kicked off the basketball team. You got kicked tenth, off tenth grade year.
0: Get out. Yeah. So were you what? Were you uh, playing JV freshman year, or were you start? Were you like uh, varsity? Freshman uh, ninth grade
1: year, and then I was practicing with the JV, and then I got kicked off, kicked yeah. out of school. Well, got, I mean, kicked off the team. Kicked out the team. I got kicked out of school the next year.
0: Did that put a spark in your ass at all, or obviously not? If you got kicked out of school the next year, nah, it didn't do nothing. You didn't care.
1: Nah, I didn't really care, honestly.
0: Yeah. Well, so you get kicked off, and that's—I mean, it seems like maybe that made things worse if you drop out of school the next year. Yeah, I, went, I ended up going to homeschool, though. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, what becomes the catalyst of getting kicked out of school? Um, I got kicked
1: out because my 11th grade year, we started a click at high school called FLIP. Yeah. Fuck loving, I'm pimping. So, okay. And it went from, like, my high school to every high school in Long Beach school district.
0: This is an interesting thing that I've only recently kind of learned about, and I still don't fully understand it, but yeah. to the listeners that don't live in L.A., can you explain kind of the difference between a click and a gang?
1: Okay, Um a click for the most part, usually, isn't supposed to kill people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, a clique is like something you do with your homies, like a little party crew or something just to, Walk around, get the bitches, or the bitches want to be a part of it. But I'll like just,
0: to the layman, it might get mistaken for a gang. If yeah, you, definitely. If you're not familiar. I mean, if
1: you're just walking around a bunch of a bunch of dudes with matching t-shirts with yeah. with letters on it, yeah. you're gonna get looked at as a gang, and, and right. we just gonna people gonna start mad dogging you, just gonna leave right. the stuff, right. But yeah, mostly people from cliques is all from their own gang though. Okay, like that's how I was in high school.
0: So everybody in a clique already probably is is involved in gang activity. Yeah, but yeah. It's, but this is a separate thing. Exactly. Okay, you guys start a clique and and what happens?
1: Yeah, um, the school started not liking it. Like yeah. they, they they didn't think we were uh, what we was doing was cool. They basically saying it was like gang injunction in a way.
0: What's injunction mean? Sorry.
1: Basically, somebody. Oh my bad. <laughs> no, that's I'm basically somebody dumb, who's. Who's promoting gang violence and is basically the core of it. They think you the core of the gang activity. Oh wow. So yeah, they basically thought what I was doing was gang injunction. Wow. So they, they kicked me out for it.
0: When you're going to a school like that in an area where there's is such so much gang activity, is it like are certain colors banned or like hats or logos or is it strict or oh, yeah. that kind of in, stuff? In high school you can
1: wear stiller logos, raider logos, cowboy logos. None of that. None of that really it's all related to gang activities in LA all gangs is based off logos yeah. like colors matter but really it's logos on your hat and logos on your shirt and stuff
0: oh i did not know that
1: yeah definitely
0: which gang were you affiliated with pyrus pyrus yeah. yeah yeah and and uh, is that something that you're still around
1: yeah, I'm, I mean that's my family, that's so family. I'm always yeah. a part of it. Yeah, okay. I, I'm not into promoting gangbanging. No, but no yeah. absolutely, no, and I'm not either. But I, no, nah, just no, yeah. like it's, nah, just it's, like it's like a, reality. We got, I yeah. got to talk about it. Either and way, it's a genuine cause that's curiosity. What, that's where I'm yeah, yeah, because your
0: music isn't really like you're not out here like picking back being bullied. Yeah, nothing. I mean like, that's not what your music is like. I mean, you know? at the
1: end of the day, yeah. I got to be a uh, example for my kid, and and gangbanging is something that I definitely would never want him to be a part of because it's no good that come out of it. Honestly. Yeah, Like, it's just bullshit now uh-huh. So the cycle gotta stop somewhere So, But I'd be false if, if I didn't tell him where I was from And what I did growing up But I gotta make sure he knows nothing cool about it at the same time
0: Right, right How close does your son live to you? Like, you guys live at uh, the same time? About
1: five minutes away uh, It's
0: not bad at all then Yeah, but
1: he's st- he with me like 50% of the time anyway so. That's awesome
0: So when you get booted out of school Because they think you are participating in gang injunction Then what do you do? You could start going to homeschool?
1: Yeah, I started going to homeschool. Yeah.
0: Um, that was the
1: weakest shit ever. Why? Because it's just, you get packets every week, and you uh, think it's going to be cool because you don't got to be in class, but yeah. you're just sitting there by yourself still having to do the work. So right. it's like, just damn, I wish somebody was right here. Boring as shit. Yeah, right? shit was weak.
0: Yeah. Uh, how did you, did you end up doing good at it, though? Yeah, I was what? solid. Passed. Yeah. Did my shit. Yeah, so you ended up with your diploma still.
1: They give you a GED at, at uh, homeschools. Oh, okay. So niggas never got no diploma.
0: At this point, you're living with your mom, yeah? Uh-huh. Did she make you, like, get a job or anything? Like, were you—did you you have jobs? Yeah, I did some—first I did some
1: little telemarketing shit early. Oh, those are the, the worst. But then— uh, like you get paid off of how many calls you complete, yeah, and yeah. they caught me on on tape, like talking to air, like fake doing fake calls. <laughs> I was acting like I was completing the call, just talking to nobody, answering <laughs> questions, and all that to myself, oh, so then they called me in the room and played it back to me <laughs> <laughs> that was funny too, oh damn, how long did it
0: take you to figure out that hustle?
1: nah, I mean i was I lasted for like a month or two, yeah, then I stopped working for couple of years i started rapping i got a little bullshit manager before i got the real one i got now yeah took me on a little crazy uh little circle
0: so you got management like right as you started rapping uh, i was rapping in
1: high school like i was always doing music i yeah. just trans. once i started hanging with the homies after church i just started transitioning to rap yeah and so yeah i was always doing a little cyphers then I, after high school some stud found me yeah shout out to her
0: yeah
1: and we did some bullshit for like a year or two
0: Wait, what is that? I, I got lost. A on stud her. is uh, yeah. a
1: dyke, like a lesbian. Oh, my, I had a stud uh, manager. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, so shout
0: out to her. That's so funny. I've never heard that term before. Yeah, my bad. Bro. No, it's good. I'm learning. I'm learning <laughs> from you, man. That's fantastic. So wait, when uh when do you start rapping? Like, is it like a junior high thing? Like, just... yeah, say eighth grade. Yeah, I start rapping eighth grade. Yeah, this is a question I always have for people that do good in school early on. Like, was memorizing something that came very easy to you?
1: That's probably my my best skill. I have. I can memorize everything.
0: Yeah, because that was the the as a child learning that I was that I um, had rhythm and could memorize things yeah. was like that's why I was like oh for sure <laughs> rap, rapping I should yeah. I should try rapping because it's like I can do that stuff yeah. like I had the whole doggy style album memorized that's when dope. I was like twelve you know <laughs> yeah that's yeah dope. yeah speaking of which growing up around that area would you just see fools from Long Beach like fucking Warren G or Snoop or anybody like that around? Uh, you. Matter of fact, you know who the twins are? Yeah, long, of course. Yeah, they're my
1: uncles. Shut <laughs> yeah, up. The twins are your yeah, uncle? Yeah, my uh, mama married their brother. Yeah. Like um Wait when did my mama get married Eight years ago Yeah like She was with him about five years before that So I've been They've been in my life about 13 years No man. shit That's so yeah.
0: crazy Yeah cause I, I Like I trip off that kind of stuff Cause growing up out in the sticks where I did This is like Obviously not a thing But yeah. like you know The last guest that I had on He was like yeah Growing up in Brooklyn I would just like see Biggie around And I'm like <laughs> What the fuck That's yeah, so crazy a couple,
1: Yeah a couple years ago I was at Goldilocks house Really Yeah and did Laid a couple songs over there with him That's tight man Is there a lot of people around you
0: that were rapping at the time? Uh yeah, well, just my homies. Yeah, I wasn't really around
1: snooping them. Well, I mean, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know what I mean. Like, yeah,
0: rap was a thing that friends did. Yeah, for sure. And you guys probably just chill and fucking chill freestyle and and shit all day. Yeah. That's it. Well, did it become a thing where you were kind of the one where people were like, "Oh yeah, he's he's the best of our yeah." The group.
1: homies was weak. Yeah, and, and they knew. Like, yeah. I try to make sure I stay humble, but I always knew too. Yeah. That I was better.
0: Right. And did you start taking it a little more seriously than yeah, them? Definitely, you're yeah, definitely. Writing in your off time and stuff. Yeah, for
1: sure. After high school, I went to uh, college for a little bit for recording engineering just to get a studio for myself. Oh, where'd
0: you go? Uh, Long
1: Beach City College. Oh,
0: okay. Yeah. So you started learning how to record
1: yourself in such. Yep, that's how I did. Thirst 48 in my bedroom.
0: Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so, yeah, so going to, like, Long Beach City College and learning some stuff about recording helps you be able to set up your own home studio. Yeah,
1: definitely. Did you boot, like, Pro Tools or something? No, I bought it with my financial aid. You bought it? The real version. Wow,
0: you're, like, one of the only people that I know (laughs) that. that... Yeah, I
1: know. I was told I could have got a torn and did some more shit. Yeah. Yeah, but I didn't do it. I feel
0: like everybody that I know that starts a home studio is like, yeah, bootlegged all this software. Yeah, I and feel like everybody do that too. They don't start they don't start buying it until they get super official.
1: See, that's that karma they're putting in the universe. There you <laughs> go.
0: That's It <laughs> <They> blew it. <laughs> um, when you're going to Long Beach is that uh or the city college, is that the first time you start like really recording yourself?
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: And how did you feel like when you first start like hearing your voice on tracks?
1: I was addicted to it. Yeah. I, the, that was before I was recording myself. I was recording tracks, like, before I even bought my studio, but I, I had to pay for studio time, like, so I either asked my mama for $20 for an hour yeah. and try to do, like, three songs in that hour Yeah, or some shit like that, but I was always having to pay. That's why I was on the recording, like, once every three months.
0: Yeah. But w-
1: then, uh, yeah, after I went to school, I started recording myself, and I was stuck in there.
0: Where were you getting beats from? YouTube.
1: Um Yeah. Everything. Oh no! It was SoundClick back in the day. I Yo, was on. Sa- I was on SoundClick.
0: Yeah, people forget about SoundClick. Yeah, I but- for
1: sure, forgot about it. YouTube. I started doing YouTube beats like two years ago.
0: Okay, yeah, yeah. And so was it? Uh, so when you're on SoundClick, you're just looking for people who's like, oh, hey, got, yeah, anybody pl- who don't got their tag
1: on the beat, yeah, yeah. Because it be them dudes who put it every twenty seconds, so yeah, you don't so take their beat. Because like, they want to like, because
0: le- they want to lease you the beat <laughs> yeah, for twenty that for twenty bucks, be dumb week. Yeah, yeah. That's so funny. Now that SoundCloud's so popular, people forgot that like SoundClick. That was only like probably six or seven years yeah, ago when sure. it was popular. That shit was booming. Yeah, it was a whole subculture in and of itself. When do you play your first show out?
1: When did I do my first show? I did my first show when I first got that stud manager. Yeah. I say I was like eighteen or nineteen. Yeah. Yeah. I did a little five hundred dollar contest at this club called the Airliner in LA. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right. Oh, yeah.
0: We're right down the street from there. That's what they do low end yeah. theory.
1: And really you just win as long as you bring the most homies. Oh, it, so it, it
0: was uh, it was Urban Underground. I don't don't, don't know It was a a
1: minute ago I don't think that's what it was called It just was some contest I was there I don't know
0: what it was called Yeah
1: Which Were you outside or in the It was inside Upstairs upstairs. Upstairs. Yeah inside upstairs
0: Yeah yeah So you did a a contest For 500 bucks And you won Yeah I won Just because I
1: had the most homies
0: there How did you get everybody to show up from Long Beach Well it's just my.
1: We just stick Me and my homies We just Everywhere we go We roll like deep Yeah So it was really No fans at that event It's just everybody Bringing their homies Everybody's And as homies. long as your homies Yell more
0: Yeah You gonna win Yeah 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 so I won so, uh, so did, you, did you like Fucking feel like You had the juice after that
1: I did but then I realized Everybody expected something So I had to take All the homies to Denny's So <laughs> <laughs> after so that, five hundred was like coming gone.
0: Over, yeah, yeah. It's always funny with like the first show because you get all your friends to show up and you're like, oh shit, I'm killing it, and yeah. it feels like something everybody's cheering for you. But then you realize like, oh, they're only gonna come to like the first one or two, yeah, and then I gotta sure. actually have to like get, either get them in free, and or, you gotta promote and shit after yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. So what was the hustle like after that with your stud manager?
1: Uh, yeah, I ended up just being over her. Cause yeah. She she made me sign this bullshit contract and it just wasn't working right.
0: Who who pulled more bitches? You or her? No, nah, she was killing though.
1: <laughs> Every show she had she brought a bitch to the show. Like that yeah. was that shit was
0: crazy. That's funny. Where was she from? Same area? San Diego. For San Diego. San Diego. No shit. How'd yep. she find you? Or how'd you find her? I
1: don't know. Twi- uh, like Facebook or something. Whatever social was popping at the time, that's yeah. how she found me. Yeah, yeah. And so she's just like, oh, you've got it. Let me manage it. Yeah, one of them things. Like, she came, she got me some shows, but they was like b- boo boo shows. Yeah. Like, five people there. Yeah. Like, it was cool. I guess it's an experience I had to go through.
0: Yeah. So, what's the hustle so like at that point? Are you putting out CDR mixtapes or like putting shit
1: online? Yeah, we just was, I was dropping little songs on, I think it's MySpace now that I think about it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was dropping little songs on MySpace.
0: Yeah. I was
1: already like known in Long Beach just because from high school. Like, yeah. That's, that's where that uh, helped a lot
0: Yeah Oh yeah and I didn't know this but Because I I was listening I've been listening to the Thirst 48 And you have yeah. a track with Aston on there We had Aston on the show yeah, and then that's, you, that's you guys bro. grew up together?
1: Yeah, that's my boy We went to high school together
0: Yeah, that's hella crazy uh, Small World Did you guys start rapping together too? Uh, nah, I, I think I was right. Oh, no, because I uh, never mind. He fucking didn't start rapping, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah he, he wasn't
1: rapping in high school, he was playing football. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right, that's yeah, right. He was balling, but that was that was the homie, though. Yeah, that was the homie. Was sure. he part Was he part of your clique? Uh, nah, Aston wasn't with no clique stuff at, at school, you know, he was just with it. He yeah, just was, yeah, he just was Aston, didn't nobody try to say nothing to him, right? Right, uh, he was cool with everybody on the football team yeah. after high school. He uh reached out to me again. We we did some music before he was even, you know, with Cutthroat. Yeah, we did a lot of tracks. So yeah. yeah, that's
0: forever, my bro. Yeah, that's tight, man. So you're dropping music on on MySpace. At this point, are you recording in the home yet? Uh, no, I'm recording at this engineer
1: named Truel House. Uh. huh Yeah. Yeah, and is it all kind of Jack beats though? Everything was Jack beats.
0: So when does it get to the point where you start like finding producers you want to work with and stuff?
1: Uh, last year when I met Clayton, really <laughs> when I met my manager,
0: yeah. So a little bit of inside baseball here. Uh, Clayton Blaha, we had him on the show. So if you guys have been listening for a long time, we had Clayton on the show. He's he was was doing PR with Biz Three for a while, but now he works for or uh, he works with and owns Ausla. And he also manages our boy Boogie. Yeah, and, and that's kind of how I found out about you is he's like, oh, this dude's the truth. And I listened to the tape. I'm like, oh, yeah, he's the truth. This is good. It's great. Uh, so you just met Clayton last year. Well, no, hold on. Let me see. It's 2015. Yeah, it is. 20- it was probably late 13. 2013 I yeah. met him. Yeah. Yeah, how- late 2013. How did you guys
1: meet? Twitter through twitter thank god for the socials bro (laughs) yeah
0: so what he just like saw a video of yours or something yeah he uh
1: i think he was fucking with Aston. just found me Aston retweeted one of my my videos Uh, my my one and only video matter of fact that i did with the homie yeah clayton saw potential yeah we built it from there
0: that's so interesting and so you just uh so that's it you guys have bonded and and started my best friend now that's great and so who did he start hooking you up with production wise with Caleb early. Caleb is another guest that we have. Oh yeah, sh- that's yeah. That's, Ca- yeah, that's Caleb bro. yeah, Caleb is the homie. Uh Caleb Stone Caleb Stone. Yeah, he's been killing it with just put out a record with Speak. Two record, two EPs with Speak. Oh yeah, I saw it and posted picture. Yeah, he's got like what four or five beats on Thirst Forty Eight, right? Yep, that's bro. He uh the core at Thirst
1: Forty Eight was him. So
0: Yeah, yeah. I actually I think uh, my probably my favorite song from the tape he produced, which is uh Blackmails. Yep, yep. Blackmail. Yep, yep, yep. yep. That's a beautiful beat. Thank you. Yeah. I, I actually... Yeah, he admit- hard. When he first
1: played that, he played that the first day I met him, matter of fact.
0: Yeah, that song is fucking awesome. And the beat is like something... I I've never heard Caleb produce like that. I feel like everything that Caleb he did, is soulful. Y'all got to yeah, Caleb like, got some soul in him. You know, a lot of his beats are so are like kind of tense and really. Yeah, he moved. been
1: he been turned lately. He likes
0: to yeah, he yeah, likes he to been turn been up. Turned. And so when I heard that, I was like, "Whoa, this doesn't sound like uh, this doesn't sound like fucking Caleb." Yeah he,
1: yeah, he he knew I'd be in my feelings, so he knew to play me the the, the soulful Jones.
0: Yeah, yeah. So I mean, yeah, let's talk about Thirst Forty Eight because uh, it's a project that's been getting attention. It came out like what seven, eight months ago.
1: Yeah, about seven months ago. Seven months ago whenever that was on, and know.
0: towards the end of the year lists when those started coming out it got a lot of you did good because you got attention with it when it first came out but it was good enough to get that second wave of attention yeah all the, the best second of, wave was
1: better the best the, of lists yeah, right? Sure. so
0: I think what like Hot New Hip Hop or something yeah, like them, that they, put, they always support it they put I made a
1: their, lot of of lists so yeah like uh Pigeons and Planes yeah
0: Pigeons and Planes shout out to Confusion yeah who else uh
1: Hot New I'm not sure really it was a couple places
0: yeah yeah uh, but it got a lot of attention on the best of list because it's a really great tape. So, tell me what you were going through while you're making it. How long did it take you to make? Uh, I had one song,
1: which was a song. I met Clayton because of which was numb, uh-huh. and I did that. Numb I, is another one I really like. Yeah, I did that in 2013. Uh, just that was matter of fact. That was my first custom beat. Even though Clayton got me my real beats, yeah, I got that beat from some girl on Twitter. Get out Like I just inboxed her Like let's work Yeah I thought she was a singer And yeah. she was like Do you even know what I do And I was like damn You're right I don't <laughs> So I clicked on her SoundCloud To see if she made beats So
0: you slid in the DMs Because she had a nice uh, profile picture Yeah and really. I thought she was a singer I was yeah. a thirsty
1: rapper No lie yeah, yeah. I was just trying to work with everybody So yeah. yeah She sent me the beat Um, Yeah and I got off to it uh, So that was my first song and I just was talking about a, a thirsty generation because I'm probably the, my most bitterest homie. I'm always talking about how I hate how people tweet and shit like yeah, that.
0: Yeah, no, I kind of like that because I, I find myself uh, having a lot of disdain for this generation as well and and being, you know, a quote unquote hater quite often. and And that's pretty much a lot of what the bulk of the tape is about. Is, like, calling people out for their bullshit of, like, doing things for likes or doing things, yeah. f- you know, instead of, like, living life, people are, like, living for the likes.
1: Yeah, and it's cool, like, to to want to mark, mark down your moments and have them something you can remember, but... When when niggas just on there taking gun pictures, like, I don't even understand. Why are you shooting at a camera? Yeah. Like, it just don't make no sense.
0: Yeah, it's interesting, man. I actually had to put, like, uh, some stipulations for myself on social media (laughs) stuff. Because I was like, I, I started noticing, like, when I'd be traveling Or doing whatever I'd be like Oh I can't wait to get Like an banger." And then I'd be yeah. like And then it's like I would just be While I was there Like thinking about What, what picture am I gonna take Rather Bro, than like I've done that like, like, living Exactly it, yeah? And yeah.
1: Then sometimes it do Take you away from the moment Cause Hell you're yeah. too b- busy Thinking about how many likes You finna get Oh yeah and I pe- for
0: sure didn't did it Instagram is probably The craziest for me Because people like Really try to hype Their life up on that shit
1: Yeah I mean It's, it's people that really think If they don't get A certain amount of likes Then yeah. their life Is on some bullshit
0: Really even it's like like, if you're taking one picture of a week, but it's from the tightest moment of your week, your life's always gonna look really dope. Even though, yeah, like, for sure, for sure. the rest of those <laughs> incident moments of the rare, week, you are gotta re- come with
1: them rare flicks.
0: You know what I'm saying? Like, the shit might be boring as fuck, but you're making it look like you're living all that. It's a lot of
1: great tweeters out there. Shout out to Clayton because you know he a great tweeter. Clayton but,
0: is a very funny tweeter. You feel me? It's cool yeah. to be
1: funny and yeah. But when you portraying somebody, you're not. That's when I get over shit.
0: Yeah, it's ridiculous. So uh yeah, I don't know. Let's go back a little farther. So you're so you're already rapping when you're eighteen, nineteen. Mm-hmm. And then are you dating this girl for a while when she gets pregnant, or is it something where
1: uh, uh yeah. Me and my baby mama was dating I met her when I think I was like seventeen. Yeah. So we was dating for like four years. Yeah,
0: so you were in high school still when you guys met. Yeah, I
1: was at home school. So that
0: was like the that was the real thing. Yeah. And so I thought it was. Yeah. So then uh when she, when she when you when she gets knocked up, you're panicking and you don't tell your mom for five months. But what do you do to try and prepare yourself for you know for for your child coming? Honestly, I think I was making all the wrong
1: moves. What like, are you doing? I, I wasn't preparing myself mentally, like because I still wanted to be a rapper. And you know, most dudes probably would have started preparing a job. Or something, but I just always had it in my my head that that's not life. Like, my life can't be where I just sit and work for somebody all day. Like, I'm only going to live once and my... I'd rather struggle than have to do some bullshit. I'm, I'm not, I'm not feeling.
0: I feel the same way. There's so many people that don't under that don't understand that feeling. But
1: like you can't. I, at the end of the day, you can't take this money with you. Like you could work to be comfortable all your life, mm-hmm. but but then when you get back and look at it, you didn't live. So what yeah. was the
0: point of you working six days a week? I com- I completely agree with that. And there's so many people that don't. But it's but that's the thing is like yeah, if you spend your twenties, thirties, forties trying to stack this money to like to Live go on vacation when you're 50 yeah like, all of a sudden you're like 60 that's a week. why yeah. not
1: work You it's cool to work but why not work at something you love doing yeah yeah like yeah. I just I always had that mentality
0: I agree what? I feel like if you have uh if you have that kind of hustler's mentality, regardless of what you're doing, you'll always figure out how to pay the bills that you got to pay.
1: No, for sure. You know it always I mean? comes through in the clutch. Yeah. That's for th- some reason, it do.
0: And it took me a long time to learn that because I, I don't have like a regular, quote unquote, regular job. But I did that in my early 20s, you know. And I yeah. feel like it wasn't until I was about 29, 28, 29, when I like stopped having a regular day job. And like it was like a year of panic going yeah. like, oh, fuck, what am I going to do? But then now that I'm in the swing of things, it's always kind of like, hey, Shit always works out how it's supposed to, and it, the money it, comes it, when it's, it's supposed to come. It's
1: really about what you what you put into the universe. Like I believe in God in the universe. Like yeah. like it's no formula to to get in a rap game. It's not like you 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 say you rap for seven years, then you make it to the rap game. Right. I just was working that hard enough, and by the grace of God, I met somebody that could help me. Yeah, just because I was putting the work into the universe and yeah, kept yeah. believing in myself.
0: So you say you 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 weren't pr- uh, mentally preparing yourself. You're just. But did you go? farther into the studio like we in the studio even more yeah
1: i started rapping more yeah. but then it's like i had moments where i just started getting faded just to numb the pain like just really? to not think about everything that was finna happen like yeah just the know because i was yeah because i was, was telling myself like this this rap shit might not be you know i question myself sometimes so yeah in my early stages definitely
0: yeah yeah and so when the baby comes how how is it
1: Change everything changed. All yeah. the all the questions I had changed. Yeah. I became attached to him instantly.
0: Yeah.
1: And and I were re- you were you there in, in the oh, delivery yeah. room? I yeah. was there I was Sickest sick shit ever What's seen.
0: that feeling like? Well, like yeah, I m I'm gonna imagine nah, like some grocery, it's, but like, like when you didn't, hold him for the first time. Yeah,
1: I was I was disgusted at first. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie they, hey, I That's didn't, the realest shit I I was t- Like I loved him But I didn't have that That moment where I'm like Oh this is a beautiful moment It just was nasty
0: <laughs> Period That's so funny Because you always read that shit About like Oh biologically You know uh, The baby releases A scent to the mother That no, bonds I her no. and, and But the baby looks more Like the father So that he feels that bond But you didn't like You nah, were just like Oh this And gross. he
1: was super light skinned So yeah. I was like Hold on What the <laughs> fuck What the fuck was you doing bro <laughs> <laughs> Because yeah. it takes a few days before the yeah, thing comes I, in. Yeah, I, right? I didn't know about all of that. Yeah. I just thought she was fucking with some light skin dude or something.
0: <laughs> That's too funny, man. Um, yeah. oh, so it's just gross and all yada yada. But like when the dust settles, yeah, I was,
1: I was, it was crazy. It was it amazing, it, or was, it? An, it was amazing for sure. Yeah, I was, I was kind of scared to hold them because they are so fragile.
0: Hell yeah, and I'm clumsy. Yeah, but,
1: but yeah, it was crazy. Yeah,
0: man, but that's the thing. Babies are way tougher than they seem. That's the thing, too. Ah, uh, for sure, because he fell off the bed. Oh, I yeah. Hope, I hope I don't get in trouble for that. But nah.
1: He was taking a nap and fell off the bed. Yeah. yeah.
0: No, ba- babies are very— Their Babies are a lot more uh, resilient than they appear to be. So then what? What do you What do you start doing? You just keep rapping or did you get a job?
1: Like, how, are you, Yeah, just rapping. Um— Hustling what I can on a, even if it's on the county, hustling food stamps to buy weed,
0: yeah, trying
1: to sell weed and smoking it, yeah, you know it was it was bullshit.
0: Yeah, did legalization of weed in California hurt the the weed selling? hustle? Yeah, I was or? never
1: gonna be able to sell weed either way because yeah. I'm I'm not into really other drugs, so all I do is smoke. Yeah, so I can't sell weed, but it hurt the homies for sure, like dudes who are selling drugs. Yeah, like who gonna want to buy your weed? The you know dub know for two blunts for a dub, and we could go get two grams for twenty oh, right. dollars. The same hey, shit.
0: Like it's so funny because you know back in my day we had to buy our drugs illegally. Yeah, for and, sure. And you know I always wondered about that because I used to like middleman a bunch when I was in college and shit, just so like a smoke for free. So you know, slang weeds, so, but not for a profit, just so like a smoke. And then I, you know, like once the clinics open, I'm like that hustle just has to be gone at yeah. this point.
1: But it's still the smart dudes that that still know how to do it. It's just because convenience wise like people don't want the driveway to the clinic if you're right there or the clinic's closed at a certain time so Uh, you know if the hustle is up they finna make their bread but
0: yeah that makes sense Uh, did you have any other smart hustles like uh, beyond selling food stamps
1: nah see I'm like weak at everything but music really yeah
0: I can't like Drugs, I'm weak at selling drugs So that's interesting because I, I oftentimes think Well, it take. I, I talk about this quite a bit Like it takes a certain type of mind To be able to be creative and be a business mind, right? Jay-Z is one of those rare examples, yeah, right? Sure. But I think that most people that are creatives... The reason that we have managers is because you you don't have that business sense. You know what I'm saying? Yeah,
1: I mean that's definitely something I struggle with. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm learning as I go along. Yeah. I, I plan to definitely be be a great businessman, but yeah, like you said, it's stuff I'm still learning. And right. My business side isn't, you know, I'm not the greatest well, at which it. Which
0: is interesting though, too, because you said you were such a uh, you were strong at math. Yeah, you would think that the math and and the business side might correlate more than like the English side. Yeah, and,
1: but I think with with, with business wise, I just. I got to learn patience in this industry and just how to maneuver myself and and just separating it from the street. Because every time I do a song, I either want to drop it or because I feel the world needs to hear it now. But I know everything got to be planned out.
0: Right. Well, another interesting thing that I've been learning about business over time is like, you kind of have to not be a hater and you kind of have to like, uh, I mean, when you said about putting it, putting into the universe and, and it'll come back to you, it's like one of those things where like, if your natural predilection is to like be negative about shit, which yeah. mine definitely is like you, things start going better when you like push that shit out of your mind. Now, have you noticed that about yourself? Like, we're, like I said, the tape is kind of like, and it's self-admittedly about hating on shit, yeah. and, like, you have a song—like, you have a whole song where all you do is list shit that you hate. Yeah. Do you find yourself, like, wanting to be more positive lately?
1: Bro. Yeah. Like, this past year, I've been trying to, like, tell myself I need to start thinking differently because even I, even though I was going through a lot of good stuff, like, a lot of good stuff was coming my way, I still find myself, like, depressed about certain situations I shouldn't be.
0: I'm saying— I'm I, I'm the king of that. I always say like I will fucking find a way to I, the whole intro when you guys were walking. In, I was complaining about a trip to Man. Hawaii. I said <laughs> people would tell me like I mean I, I'll tell people like if you gave me a million dollars I would complain about the taxes. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. that's the way I am, and, I, and I've always tried to change that, but it's like it's hard to get out of that mindset. Yeah, I just I
1: just gotta find a way to to channel happiness. You know, yeah. I'm always thinking like. I don't want to live in the moment because I want to plan, you know, plan for the future. I want to make sure I, I, I set myself up for this. And it's like I be contradicting myself a lot. I catch myself doing that. Yeah. So I've been working on channeling my happiness.
0: Have you Have you noticed yourself trying to, like, change the way that you deal with uh, interpersonal relationships as far as, uh, like, yeah, at, I don't, I'm not tr- after, after meeting someone like Clayton who, 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 like, strives on that stuff. Like, he does well with interpersonal relationships. Like, are you learning that type of stuff too?
1: Yeah, I mean, like, in high school, I had no problem dogging anybody I come across. Like, if it's a female, like, I thought that shit was tight. But, like, now I'm scared to do wrong by anybody. Like, I don't want to do wrong by nobody. If you wrong me, then expect me, just expect some extra shit to happen, whether it's not from me, because that's what you put in the universe, you feel me? I really believe in that. Like, karma is crazy, bro.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So
1: I'm trying to do right by everybody I come across.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Have you noticed uh, your music changing? uh how old is most how how old is thirst 48 like creative wise because sometimes it takes a while for the music to actually hit the, the hit the scene
1: yeah i think we was it came out in june we probably finished like two months before we finished yeah
0: so for all intents and purposes it's about a year old yeah basically so in that year have you still been productive in the off time yeah definitely
1: yeah I, matter of fact i'm damn near done with my next project nice and
0: how, how has the music grown uh since then
1: uh last tape i was Probably more emotional, like yeah. just coming to grips with a lot of stuff. So I was still in feeling my feelings. My feelings was all over the place. So now I'm more at a, a stable yet seem like more of aggressive stage.
0: Yeah. Aggressive like, oh, uh, well, yeah. Aggressive how? Tell me. I'm just a little, I don't know. I think...
1: I'm just a little more detached from my feelings right now. I don't know the reason for it. I'm just not as emotional right now. Yeah. And right now, I feel...
0: Well, so in in rap terms, like, when you say aggressive, I think that it could go either, like, aggressive braggadocio or it could go aggressive, like, uh, uh, talking more about the gangster shit that you weren't talking about previously. Yeah, basically. Yeah,
1: basically. It's more about, uh, I really... I'm talking about what I'm angry at. Like Thirst Forty Eight was more of like talking about what I'm angry at on socials. Yeah. Now I'm I'm talking about what I'm angry at in these streets and what I've been through. Yeah. And and there's no way I could be soft about that. It's just yeah. gonna come out as aggressive.
0: Right, right. Um w- w- why don't you feel like you're in your in, in your emotions as much? Uh that's a good question, bro. Um my last project
1: was about a girl. Yeah. So, you know, that was my best friend for ten years um that didn't work out so i was automatically detached after that so now and uh after that i start going through a lot of stuff with my friends too so lately i just been arguing with a bunch of people but even though everybody cool now it's just i'm kind of on the de- kind of on a defensive side with a lot of stuff
0: do you feel like some of those older relationships starting to g- get more distanced as you're as you're concentrating on what yeah, what definitely. is it your name?
1: yeah I, uh last year i had about 50 homies I could say I talked to a lot, but yeah. now it's probably like on one hand. Yeah. So it get like that. Yeah, right? that
0: starts to happen.
1: I understand everybody can grow with you.
0: Yeah, I've been noticing that a lot of, uh, just recently with myself as well, and particularly as you start to concentrate more on the business aspect of your life or like, you know, trying to set yourself up for a future. A lot of friends are hard to do business with. And yeah. So the new music is more aggressive. Are you still working with the same kind of production team?
1: Uh, I reconnected with my, my family member, Kiel, so yeah. he's doing a lot of production on this tape. Uh, how does it feel? Like, it's what, dope. W- we, we've we been building. We've been making some dope shit. Are you still continuing on, like, the kind of soulful path, or is it uh, going... Yeah, to- I'm going to always go to soulful, but yeah. I'm showing more of my turn side on this tape, because, yeah. like, I don't think people realize how turned I really am, like, I'm cool, but I'm extra, too, so...
0: Yeah, you are very like laid back. Yeah, I'm chill. I'm chill until
1: I need to be turned.
0: So, and here's a here's like a tech nerd or like a a rap technical nerd question. But like right now, I feel like everyone is concentrating on like double time rapping and halftime beats. Do you do that? Yeah, I've been doing that a little bit lately. I just how do you feel about it? I I I can't lie, like I kind of think it's gimmicky, and like f- <laughs>
1: yeah, it is to a point to a certain extent. I feel it, it how how you do it. Yeah, you feel me? It could be tight because I'm gonna get off like however I'm rapping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't I don't overdo it. Yeah, I just try to touch a lot of different. different I always shit. wonder
0: how everybody feel or like how other people feel about that because like, I'm definitely like a four four. Like I like to go <laughs> four four, and I like to like chill, and I have my pattern. Yeah, that I I, do.
1: honestly, bro, like that number stuff is kind of over my head. Like, yeah, it, I'm like. I just be rapping Yeah well, <laughs> Whatever the beat Call me I'm just gonna rap Yeah well I mean You know what
0: I mean It's no, like you, you It's though. like
1: do you, uh, No people are re- Doing the same flows though. Yeah bro. they're doing The like, same flows and Shout it's out like, to the
0: Migos Yeah exactly Everyone uh, adopted <laughs> The Migos flow or Everyone shout adopted Like the, the ATL uh, All that ATL shit Like everyone's on that Right now yeah. And I feel like I know these dudes That have been rapping Like quote unquote Normal rapping For like 10 years And, and all, then all, all of, of a sudden, sudden Nah
1: yeah that's poop That shit's crazy Yeah I try to make sure I, I, I keep my own sound
0: Yeah like, yeah, you know. I love rappers with lisps Is that weird? <laughs> no, like it's not weird. Cool G rap, fucking. I mean, even Biggie to an extent had a little bit of a lisp. Like,
1: uh, should I, I appreciate it? I've it, been went through some frustrating studio sessions. So that's. I was gonna
0: ask. Like, as a kid, was it a thing that people ever fucking tease you for having a lisp?
1: Yeah, for sure. I I didn't know what it was at first. Like yeah. I heard people say it a couple times, but then when I really was told what it was, yeah, I'm like, okay. But I and once I really got in the booth and I could hear it. Like, I'm like, damn, I sound like Young... At first, I sounded like Young Berg. Yeah. Because, you know, he got the heavy list, but I feel like I mastered it now.
0: There's something about speech impediments and rap like it fucking <laughs>
1: fu- it really works you know that's funny that's so weird to me but a bunch of people tell me that it really works like, I, I,
0: like one of my favorite rappers of all time is rizza but like from a specific time it. like 96 to about 2002 like he was really killing it in, in my eyes and, and, but he has like a crazy fucking speech impediment <laughs> but it sounds amazing <laughs> yeah, you know I mean? like he dope. can't he can't say ours at all <laughs> pretty much but anyway so i always wonder about that because i feel like as a kid that's an easy target but then now as an adult and that's your, that's like part of your tool you you know, yeah, your for weaponry.
1: sure. Keep me different.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah I don't know. <laughs> I was thinking about that. Though right <laughs>
1: people always bring my list up. Though I yeah. just used it in the bar. Matter of fact, on my tape. What'd you say? I tell I let you hear later. Oh, all right. Cool. Just talking about how, how bitches was talking about my list at first, but now they own it. Yeah, like some yeah. Shit like that.
0: Yeah. So how does it feel to start getting some attention now, man? Just did sway a couple weeks ago, month ago.
1: It's, it's the greatest feeling in the world i mean i always knew i was hard but to hear from other people yeah it's it's real reassuring yeah it's dope
0: who do you who who do you run with because uh, like i feel like you're kind of like this lone wolf in, in the rap yeah game. um like what rappers i want yeah, run sure. with? nobody <laughs> yeah, yeah. i'd be
1: chilling i mean i'm cool with asking but you know we don't we don't kick it really yeah. like that that's my homie um yeah, I don't run with nobody. i am just be chilling by no myself. No click,
0: no crew, just kind of like... Shout you out think. to the
1: homies leftovers. then yeah. my homies. Yeah.
0: How do you stay inspired if you're not around a lot of people that are like rapping and shit?
1: Uh, I just, whatever I'm going through, I'm always going through something. And I think I go through more because I try to stay alone. And the more I try to stay alone, the more people tend to reach out to me. Yeah. And I'm always in some shit, so. Yeah, yeah. I just, I base my music off my life. So I, hopefully I'm always going through something.
0: Right. Having grown up without, I'm sorry, I'm jumping to all these crazy topics and shit. shit Having grown up without your father and now you're raising a son of your own. Now that he's five and you've been growing with him, what have you learned about a parental bond that you didn't know before, I guess? Or like, how have you stayed active in his life?
1: I never knew how how serious that attachment was that, yeah. that parents talk about because, like, right now—well, before I came here, I was thinking about, damn, I wish I was with him. Yeah. It's, like, really an attachment to where when you're not with him, you wish you with him or around him or wanting to know what they're doing and shit yeah. like that. You want to be a part of every moment they go through, yeah. like— his first time at the amusement park, and and that's where the struggle was trying to balance not being with the mother. Of your kid come in, you know. Yeah, you got to make sure y'all y'all keep that level head and put y'all y'all problems to the
0: side. Yeah, how do you guys manage to keep it cool? Uh, we went through our times to where I
1: was I was being childish, saying like I'm gonna do everything with him on my days. Yeah, you do it with him on your days. But now you know we grown.
0: Yeah, you feel me? Hey. We, this might be too personal, but has she moved on? She have a boyfriend or anything? Well, she moved. She moved on. I don't know yeah. if she had a
1: boyfriend right now. No, I don't think she got a boyfriend because she probably would have told me. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. We moved on.
0: But so if if she was like you got you be able nah, to keep it cool.
1: Like, nah, they, she good to do whatever yeah. she wants. Yeah. She know uh, not to have my kid around somebody that's gonna be, be disrespectful and yeah, and yeah. like she. She. I'm pretty sure she will put somebody on a probation stage before she bring him around them. So
0: we just smart. Yeah. yeah, that's
1: that's growing up. You got to yeah. accept it.
0: Uh. How is it at that point where, like, he starts having a personality, like, and you start seeing yourself in him a little bit? Like, what's it's that like? It's tight
1: and frustrating at times, too. Why? Because I teach him to have a strong mind. Yeah. And, and to not, you know... So when he when he uses that strong mind against me, sometimes yeah. something yeah. he don't agree with and he stand up for it is frustrating. He's stubborn? <laughs> yeah, he's stubborn, for sure. Are you sure. stubborn? No, I'm stubborn, too, yeah. yeah. I always feel like I'm right. Yeah. Like, you know. That's so he always feel like he right.
0: And what other traits has he got? off you?
1: Um... He spoiled because my mama like my brother was always gone, so I was like the mama's boy, Right. and he the only kid, and my mama treat him like her her kid. Yeah, so he's so spoiled. Yeah, he's spoiled. <laughs> so bro. That's
0: a trait that he cut off. He's just being yeah. spoiled. That's too funny for sure. Yeah. Um. Is he taking to anything right now? Like, does he have any uh, a talent that you're like, Whoa, no? What the he, fuck he's better he...
1: than performing in me. Like, he's really? me times a million. Like. His dancing is next level. He can sing. He can rap. He he just does t-
0: he memorize your songs. He know
1: my songs by Get heart. Out. He dope. He was singing bitter raps the other day. Hey, I'm a-
0: telling you right now. You want a viral video? Have him fucking memorize one man, of your songs. I got an
1: Instagram video that's gonna go viral if I post it to YouTube or something.
0: I'm telling you, that's the that whole uh, the Danny Brown effect when he did that that video for old and you had the little kid oh, yeah, rapper. Yeah, yeah. That's guaranteed that viral that video because Kanye did one of those too. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Anyways, <laughs> yeah, man, that's, that's interesting. So. uh... You guys gonna start dropping some new new content pretty soon, or what? yeah, yeah,
1: probably like next week. I'm oh, like hoping. next week. Hopefully. Well,
0: this is gonna come out next week. Yeah, so oh, that's that's my have thing. a good week. Yeah, to the listeners out there, I think you guys will really get down with this dude's tape. I mean, it's just smart on so many levels because it's street smart, but it's also, it it is very emotionally aware. I think it's very socially conscious of like what's happening right now. You speak, like I said, or like you said with the social media stuff, it's very relatable at the moment, you know yeah, what I mean? For sure. But I also think it's going to age well and it doesn't seem like two of the moment because you're not like shouting out memes or anything. Yeah, it's for just sure. like <laughs> that lifestyle of the social media lifestyle. I look forward to hearing more shit from you, man. I, I'm Thank really you. excited. I think uh, you. you're onto something. So with that being said, tell the people where they can find you you can find me on twitter at boogie the beast
1: on instagram at boogita that's b-o-o-g-i-t-a um yeah my soundcloud is boogie official or something like that just look up thirst 48 on soundcloud Yeah, if you just search for boogie google thirst 48 and i'm I'm popping up it's on
0: your soundcloud and you can stream the whole thing on there and it's a great tape I, I, I've listened to it a few times uh, this week to to prep for this, and it's, it's really good. It's an enjoyable listen, man. Yeah. So, Boogie the Beast on Twitter, B O O G I E T H E B E A S T. Correct. though. Yeah. and are you gonna are you gonna perform Numb? Is that what we're going
1: to do? Uh, I think we, don't, we could do. We can do We do whatever you want me to do. I was going to do bitter raps, I think. but Oh, if you want to do bitter raps,
0: you can do bitter raps. You feel me? Yeah, we'll do something. Uh, yeah, I don't care. All right, cool. Bro. So, yeah, if you guys are still listening, at this point is where I do my social media rant. Go to YouTube.com and you will see our man, Boogie, performing whatever we decide to perform. My name's Lee. Some of you guys might know me as Intuition. You can follow me on Twitter at It's Intuition. Follow my man behind the boards, Ben Shim, making the shit sound buttery at I Am Database, hey. based with two S's. Uh, Hey, for shits and giggles, follow uh, Clayton, because Clayton is the one that helped organize all this. What's his Twitter? Young
1: Groupon, Y-U-N-G, G-R-O-U-P-O-N
0: greatest twitter handle of all time greatest young, young ever and really that was one of my favorite podcasts so if you guys haven't heard the podcast with clayton go listen to that it takes a sharp turn in the middle where i feel like i almost cried uh it was a really great podcast what else subscribe to us on the podcast app search for kind of neat subscribe 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 leave a comment yep. uh leave a five-star rating yeah and other than that i don't know man i look forward to more of your music i appreciate you coming in a long drive all the way from long beach had to had you know to avoid saying? the hit and run from Suge Knight today. You
1: feel me? Shout out to Suge,
0: man. You out here tripping, bro. Suge is, <laughs> man, it's always something with Suge. I have a picture with him from uh, at uh, a diner in Hollywood. He just came and sat next to us. Yeah, I was like, I need That's a picture. Like I need a picture with you, bro. My name is Lee. This was Boogie. And this was kind of neat. This was dope.